uh, be more steadfast and to uh, uh, just dig in and get in. And uh, I appreciate that. That's what we're needing is young men and uh, young people that will find their place, amen, in the house of God. And as it's already been said, every one of us has got a place. God has got a place for you. And as I mentioned last night, uh, somewhere for you to minister. Amen. The husband is the priest of the home, and they are a minister to the home. They are to provide for the home, uh, spiritually and naturally. That's the place. They've got a place of ministry in their home. The wife has that place. We all have a place. And if we'll just find that, we'll find such blessings. You don't have to be a pastor or, or a preacher to find the blessings of the Lord and the anointing and a place in the work of God. Amen. He's got a place for you, and it's just as wonderful. And I like to say that the woman's place, uh, though it may be uh, not the head of the home, there it's an honorable place that God has given. And uh, it's a blessed place that God has given to the woman. Uh, her place in the home, to guide the home, and she has such influence over children. And, and her children, the Bible said, would rise up and call her blessed. What a place, a wonderful place of honor. And so you don't have to be what uh, that maybe people look and say, but just that they've got such an honorable position. But if you'll simply feel that place that God has given, there's where the blessing's at. And there's where the honor comes in. I like to find that. And I, I, it thrills me to see you trying to find that place and feel that place that God has. And if we could get it like that, like God wants it to be, uh, we may struggle some, but we'll find great blessings on the way. In Psalms, the 37th Psalm, and reading in the third verse, I really don't feel like that I preached too long uh, tonight. Maybe they told me today that you said I wasn't going to preach too long. I don't think I said this morning I wasn't going to preach too long. Uh, but uh, anyway, I made it out, but I don't think that I'll preach too long. But I would like to deliver the burden. That's my desire is to deliver the burden uh, off of my heart and say what God wants me to. When that's said, then I'm finished. And uh, I had a man to tell me one time that, uh, you know, after the clothes is dried, you don't need to uh, keep wringing it out. And, uh, you know, just turn the machine off after the clothes is dried. And uh, so I've tried to work on that somewhat. And I know that can be done. But uh, I would like to feel, sometimes we don't feel like that, as a preacher, we don't feel like that we're getting our message across or completing that. that and uh, it causes us to want to go on. But I would like to do the will of God. It's my desire to help the church in some way. And I know that sometimes dry places causes our roots to go down. And uh, as Sister Sherry said, we don't always see what God is doing, but I can see that he's working. And so I like to be glad for that and just press on. Psalms, the 37th Psalm, reading in the third verse. The Bible said, Trust in the Lord and do good, so shall thy dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light, thy judgment as the noonday. Rest in the Lord, wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prospereth in his way, because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. Amen. But the third verse said, Trust in the Lord and do good, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and thou shalt verily thou shalt be fed. 
And then he went on to say, To delight thyself in the, also in the Lord, he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. And I'd like to ask us if we are feeling like we're not being fed of the Lord like we would like to be, and if we're feeling like that uh, we're a little uh, weak or coming short of having what uh, we like to have from God, and uh, feeling like we're a little empty, I'd like to ask us, Amen. As he said here, to delight ourselves also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Amen. If we will delight ourselves in the Lord, the Bible said here that if we trust in him and do good, uh, verily thou shalt be fed. And, uh, and kept that was saying to delight ourselves in the Lord, and he would give us the desires of our heart. And if we'll delight ourselves in the Lord, there's a promise that we will be fed and uh, we will be given the things that we need. It's a blessing just to uh, be able to delight ourselves in the Lord. And if we're delighting ourselves with other things in this life, and, uh, and that has become more of a priority than this and more of a delight than this, then we'll find out we will go lacking and we'll not be fed like... We need to be fed, and we'll eventually we'll get more and more empty, and and uh, then our desires will fail. Uh, but if we can delight ourselves in the Lord, we'll find great uh, blessings that God will give us, and He'll feed us in the good things. In Psalms of Solomon, the second chapter, and reading in the first verse, said, "I am the rose of Sharon, the lily of the valleys, as the lily among the thorns, <coughs> so is my love among the daughters." As the apple tree among the trees of the woods, so is my beloved among the sons. I sat down under his shadow with great delight, and his fruit was sweet to my taste. He brought me to the banqueting house, and his banner over me was love. Stay me with flagons, comfort me with apples. I am sick of love. Amen. The writer here of the Songs of Solomon, it's a... It's a book of uh, expressing the relationship between Christ and the church. And it is the, the uh, perfect plan of God for the church to be delighted in his blessings. Amen. And here he said that uh, I sat down under his shadow with great delight. Amen. It was such a delight to me to be in his presence. I remember when I was dating, I didn't have to... Uh, hold my wife's hand. I didn't have to, uh, uh, you know, I didn't have to do anything but just simply to be in her presence. I mean, it was my delight. And I, I thought as I, I was, you know, we, we didn't have the privilege that Brother Dan and Sister Shawna had before they got married. I mean, we were sometimes 12 and uh, hours apart most of the time. And it would seem like such a far, far distance and all I wanted to do was just to be back in her presence. Amen. And I would, I would drive the miles, and I remember as I'd leave, Salisaw headed up uh, 59, and, uh, you know, the curves got sharper, and the gas pedal went down farther. Amen. And all I wanted, and it's truth, all I wanted is just simply to be back there in her presence. And it might sound funny, but that was simply the way that it was. But he said that, uh, to be in his presence, he said, I sat down 
Uh, under his shadow with great delight. Just simply to be under his shadow. To feel his presence and just to know that he's close. It was such a delight to me. Amen. Just to be close to him and just to feel him near me was Amen. My delight. Thank God. Amen. The Bible said that in his presence is fullness of joy. His right hand is pleasures evermore. Amen. I like to tell you if you're not being fed, I would like for you to take one look again. Are you really delighted in the Lord? He said, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he'll just give you the desires of your heart. You will merrily be fed. There'll be something for you to eat. There'll be something to sustain you. There'll be something that'll cause you to be joyful. There'll be something that'll give you a song in your heart that'll satisfy like nothing else where you can lay down on your bed at night and feel so happy and so satisfied because of the blessings of the Lord. There is nothing more satisfying to me than to be able to be used of God in the ministry to preach a message and feel the anointing and to go home and sleep so sad and so satisfied. There is nothing that satisfies like the Lord when He feeds you. He said, Delight yourself also in the Lord and He'll just give you the desire of your heart. He said that I sat down under his shadow with great delight. His fruit was sweet to my taste, but he didn't stop there. There are little blessings of fruits along the way and little sweet things along the way that God just drops out. Maybe it's a song to the day. Maybe it's a touch of his spirit. But as you feel his presence, his fruit is sweet to your taste. But he didn't leave it there. He said he's brought me into his banqueting house. I mean, he brought me into the place where the tables were spread and set me down and he stayed me with flagons. He comforted me with apples and his, him and his presence was sweet and his glory was around me. He said, I, with his, under his shadow with great delight. Amen. Are you delighting yourself in the Lord? Is it a delight to you to be in His presence? I like to say, if you're not being fed like you'd like to be fed, I like to look back one more time and say, is it really my delight to be in the presence of the Lord? Delight yourself in the Lord. Take pleasure in it. Look forward to that prayer time. Amen. I've heard of big Brother Bill Wakeley's talking about after he first got saved and he found himself a place to pray in the backside of the pasture and there he met with the Lord over and over again until it became such, amen, a blessed thing to him that he couldn't hardly wait to set his lunchbox down and head out the back door to meet the Lord again in prayer. Amen. Because it was a delight to him to be in the presence of the Lord. I say under his shadow, amen, and I was great delight though I was in his presence once again. Is it really your delight? Do you long to feel his presence again? Are you delighted to feel the Lord draw near again? If it's not, we'll not be fed, but if it becomes our delight, I believe he said that he'd give us, as I read to you, the desires of our heart. In the book of Psalm, the first Psalm reading in the first verse. Very familiar. Most of us could probably quote it. But he said, Blessed is that is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. 
and in his law doth he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. This man, his delight is in the law of the Lord. He delights himself in the laws of the Lord. He meditates in the law of the Lord. He said it be like a tree that's planted by the rivers of water. That when it's season for him to bear fruit, he'll bear fruit in his season. And his leaves also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. You feel like you're lacking blessings in your life? Are you lacking a fulfillment? Are you not really satisfied with life? Are you looking for something to fulfill that desire inside of you? If you are, I'd like to, to ask you, are you really delighted with the blessings of the Lord? Would it be sad to for him to know that we wasn't really delighted with his presence? Amen. It hurts my feelings to think somebody don't want me around and somebody's not really happy because I showed up. One of the hardest things when I was evangelizing was the thought that I would show up somewhere to preach. Amen. At some church and they would disappoint them because I was there. I guess that probably the hardest thing. And if I ever got the slightest idea that somebody didn't want me. I mean, I was ready to go right then. And I wonder about the Lord. If I'm not being fed by Him, He knows if I have delight in His presence or not. He knows if it's a great delight if He comes by and blesses me or touch me. And He knows if it doesn't make any difference or not. Whether He passes by the house, He'll shower me with His blessing. He'll set me down at the table of blessings and His fruit will be sweet my taste. Amen. I believe it's in Songs of Solomon that he said, amen, that uh, that his love was sweeter than wine. Amen. I like to tell you, delight yourself in the Lord, and verily you shall be fed. You'll be fed those things that you need that bring satisfaction. I believe one of the greatest tools of the adversary is to cause people to go without that that satisfies them. Maybe something that I've used here, amen, a time or two preaching, but if he can cause you to go a while without feeling the presence of the Lord, there is a hunger within a man that desires to be filled with something. And if it's not filled with the blessings of the Lord, if it's not filled with the Spirit of God, if it's not satisfied with the presence of the Lord, it will begin to reach out for pleasures. It will begin to reach out for something in this world to satisfy that hunger inside. And I believe that's one of the reasons that people, when they leave the house of God, go farther and faster. It seems like than anybody, they'll go to the depths of sin faster than just about anybody because you enjoy a thing. It's not going to bring the satisfying that you felt when you felt the presence of God. It'll not bring the joy above and over in your soul like you felt when you felt the Spirit of God. Oh, if you feel it, you'll never be the same. 
We mentioned the young man that prayed here in the altar back when Sister Wattles was here last night. Somebody made mention of him. And I said, I don't know altogether where he is or what, where he's going, something to this effect. But I know one thing, he will never forget the touch that he felt. There's not a question in my mind. As long as he has a sound mind, he will remember what he felt in the altar. And there may be a day like the atheist that looked the world over and searched it out in many scientific studies to try to bring meaning to life of where it came from and what it meant. And as all of his studies and all of his schooling and everywhere he went and the pictures that he took and what he does to try to bring meaning to life, he found no answers and there he said, pondering over his life and he said he thought back when he was a little boy sat down on the back seat of the church went to church one time when he was a child just one time is all he went but one time as a child was invited with a friend of the church to church and he thought of all of the things he encountered in life what was the thing that brought the most meaning to life and his mind came back on a day that he went to the house of God and he said something that I felt sitting there that day that makes more sense to me than anything that I have found before or since. Amen. And he prayed through and God saying, Amen, it means more. It is that that it takes to satisfy that longing inside. Delight yourself in the Lord. Delight yourself in His presence. It'll bring a satisfaction. He'll feed your soul with good things. Amen. He'll make you fat. Amen. What he say in morrow to thy bones. Amen. It'll bring joy to your heart and satisfaction and fulfillment. Are you really delighted in the Lord? Does it really thrill you to think about praying until you can feel His sweet presence again? Are you really delighted when they say, let us go to the house of God? I know what I preached this weekend may be somewhat of the same burden. Amen. But that's the way I have to do is stay with the burden that I have. Or do we have a lack of desire for the sweet presence of the Lord? Is this feeling somewhat hurt because we're more excited about something else in our life than being back in His presence one more time? Oh, we'll go lacking it after a while. We'll find ourselves blindly stumbling through the world looking for something to satisfy. Oh, I can tell you some sad stories. <laughs> I can tell you some terribly sad stories about a man Amen. That I could hear praying in the middle of the night. And I seen him shout and preach and rejoice. Amen. Rejoiced in the presence of the Lord. Amen. And I felt the grace of God as he was anointed to preach. And I got up, Brother Joe Doug, in the middle of the night to steal away and lay beside him as he poured his heart out to God and prayed for the needs of the church. And there's a little boy with tears streaming down my face. But today, amen, and for years has sought for that book vehement, have been in a new car or a new airplane or something else and drove the miles across to try to find something and then to listen to him talk so sadly about what he misses, of feeling the anointing again, feeling the grace of God again. Amen. If you fail to be pleased with this, you'll find yourself stumbling somewhere trying to find that that'll satisfy. I'd like to encourage you to delight yourself in the Lord. Praise God. Woo. Thank you.
God, don't ever let me get to the place that I think it's something else that I need to make me happy. Amen. Amen. I have everything that I need to make me happy. I even have Jesus to show me the way. Praise the Lord. Amen. He saved me and he gave me life eternal. And now I have everything. Amen. The makeup. Amen. The past, the things that you thought made you happy. Amen. When you got saved, you realized that that was not it. But she said, I just started living. Amen. I just started living. I found me a brand new life. It changed my direction. I found something that satisfies like nothing before. And I am delighted in his presence. Amen. And I believe she still must be delighted in his presence because I see her pressing in in the service just to feel it again. Just to feel his spirit one more time. It's my desire just to get in his presence. I know I was in his presence yesterday, but I want to get back in his presence today. It's my delight. I can't wait to steal away. I can't wait to find that prayer closet again. I can't wait to get back in the presence of God again. It's my delight to be in his presence. He stays me with flagons. He comforts me with apples. He brings me into his banqueting house and is better over me is love. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. If there's one thing that I desire more than anything else in this life, amen, it's to be back there one more time in a place where his anointing can fall and rest on me. And brother, when I went for a time and not felt it, I'm not a very happy person. Amen. I went home from church night after night. Amen. And the boys say, what's wrong, Daddy? And Mama say, I know what's wrong. Amen. What is it? He didn't he didn't get anointed like he liked to. He didn't feel what he wanted to feel. Somebody might have said, you preach good. But I didn't feel what I needed to feel. So what's wrong? I didn't get in his presence. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll find another place to pray. I'll read a few more scriptures. And after a while, I'll be back in his presence again. It is my delight. Woo! How long has it been since you was ushered back into his presence? In his presence, his fullness of joy in his right hand. Pleasures evermore. Is it your delight? Amen. If you're going hungry, and you're feeling empty, and you're feeling a lack of desire, look back one more time and say, Lord, let my delight be in you. Let me delight myself also in the Lord. You'll give me the desires of my heart. Amen. You'll satisfy like nothing else satisfies. You'll fulfill like nothing else fulfills. In the time of trouble, there'll be peace. In the time of heartache, there'll be joy. Amen. I can walk up to the casket of a loved one and feel in my heart the grace of God and the blessings of God there. Oh, just to be in His presence makes everything all right. Praise the Lord. I've searched for answers and wondered what I would do. Amen. And never found the answers. But when I got in His presence, it didn't matter anymore. It was all right just to be in His presence. Somebody get us a song, if you will. Amen. Have you ever been in trouble as a child? Amen. And you thought, if I could just get back into the presence of my mother, 
of my father, it would be all right. Amen. Could I ask you why that a child quits crying when you kiss their sore or you kiss their heart? Do you think that it immediately goes away? No. But to be in the presence and to feel the affection, it just makes it all right. Yeah. Amen. Oh, I wish I could preach something. Amen. Amen. You may be hurt, but if you'll just get back in his presence, you'll feel him lift you up. You may not find the answer you're looking for, but it'll be all right. Glory to God. It is my delight to be back in the shadow of his presence. He'll stir me with flaggers. He'll cover me with apples. He'll usher me into the banqueting house. And his better over me will be love. into the banqueting house. Spread the table for me once again, Lord, until I shout another power of God, till I roll in the floor and feel your glory one more time. Woo! Hallelujah. All it takes is just simply delight yourself in the Lord, and there he'll be to overshadow you. There he'll be to comfort you. There he'll be to stay you with flagons and comfort you with apples. Amen. Oh, I don't know what I... If I preach to you, cause you to feel what I like to, you to feel. But the brother mentioned the scripture last night about the wind blowing on the garden. And if anything, I'd like for you to smell. Do you smell that sweet aroma as it passes across the garden? Do you smell the sweet aroma of the apples? Amen. Of that sweetness of his presence. Something stir inside and say, Lord, put me back in your presence one more time. I'll be satisfied there. I'll be stayed in your presence. Sing when you're ready. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord.